Hey everyone, welcome to Reality Edit, a highbrow review of Trash TV. Um, wait, do we want it since we have like a little bit more time, do we just want to like pivot since we were talking about Instagram about yeah. noise Instagram posts that we <laughs> saw overnight? Yeah. So I immediately thought like this is a point that I brought up a few episodes yeah. ago about this glamour the glamorization that's the first thing I thought about because I was like oh Colleen's mentioned this with like the girls from the Houston cast yeah and I'm so happy that like people were like people are empowered enough to get out of bad relationships because that's extremely important but like when we're and maybe I'm repeating myself but when we're going on a show that's like I really I need to be married so badly that I'm going to have three stranger experts match me with a stranger and then broadcast it on national TV. Like, I think that, like, I don't know, maybe you're not a little bit sad because I just feel like the way that these people act is like your mom forced you into this yeah. marriage and then you got out of it. And you're like, see, mom, I told you. You know, it's like it's like really weird. It's just like right. a really strange feel. <laughs> And then I'm just wondering, like, I hope, is your spouse, is your ex-spouse happy? Like, do you care to be a little respectful? Because, like, if I got divorced and my ex was like, yeah, I have to be like, I'm going to be hurting. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, again, I saw his post that I sent to you like before I saw, I saw yeah. what she posted. And then he wrote this, like, five, like, page, like, Instagram post. Yeah. Like, I oh, that. I hope Sushi's happy. Like, I mean, it was just so, like, uh, like thoughtful and, like, thought out. And hers is like, yay, Dvoris, right? Like, yeah, it was awful. It was just, like, again, we don't know the truth. I mean, like, I, I mean, we, we, got a, we got a good glimpse, I think, um, of them. But, like, it, you know, what you said, you know, was, like, Oh, she's just being reckless on on social media again, right? And it's just like, um, yep. and uh, yeah, I mean, like, which again, we were right on all our predictions. Yeah, um, they just took a while to like play out. The manifest. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't watched like the first episode of the new season, but I did watch the like kickoff special. And I need to actually watch. Are we wa- so we are watching this season. We are that watching this season. Okay, yes. I'll actually watch the kickoff this time. Um. Oh. Well, well, and so here's what I want to. There, I have like three points for you on this, and the first one is kind of relates to what you're saying. Like, oh, hey, mom, look, I was right; it didn't work out, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, I'm like, they brought back like all of you know, you know, a smatter of. Of previous, you know, participants. Um, they had Owen Katina, they had Jess and Austin, okay. they had um, I can't believe Owen Katina still, so- yeah, <laughs> um, Mar- Mark and I guess we weren't married about Owen Katina, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, they had Mark and Lindsay come back, they had oh, Amber and Iris, they had. Um, Johnny and Mirla come back together. So I will get oh to God. and I think they had like I just I, got a shiver when you said Johnny and Mirla. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm missing people though, because I feel so they had five couples, right? As they have like the last five seasons now. But I feel like they didn't have Mark and Lindsay come in to like give 
their thoughts on what whether one of the five couples would um, succeed. Hold on. So I really feel like they just brought Mark and Lindsay back to like exploit Mark and Lindsay. Yeah, I was just gonna say, why would they do that? And, yeah. and but what was most interesting about this is like you know Mark went into the experiment being like, I want to be married. I really want this. I really want that. You know, like very. Um, but he even said in. Um, you know, when he was being interviewed in this, that like his entire view on marriage has changed, and like if it happens for him, well, it happens for him, and if like if not, well, not right. So, okay. um, yeah, but I I really think that they just kind of like brought them in to like dig the needle in. Um, another thing that was inter- Lindsay like reconnected like with a past like paramour um and he's like but like i love how you said paramour well i yeah thank you um (laughs) and um i try and uh but i'm just like convinced it's like one of these like 50 year old dudes with like a ton of money because like apparently she's living in san francisco and this guy's in la and was like on a plane like within two hours to like come meet her and i was like okay it's like some sugar daddy situation because like Otherwise, like, that's just not possible. Um, right. Actually, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the other – oh, cause, oh, they, oh, right. Hang on. Yes. So I named five, and I forgot where Stephen Noy, right? So they brought six couple – like, six pairs back because it was, like, they brought back Amber and, I, and Iris and um, who, you know, um, together – but mm-hmm. they brought Stephen Noy. So Stephen Noy were there and like they were still together. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like they were asked, like, did you move in together? And they're like, no. And like Noy just like had that like pout on her face that she had on her face. That, like, that's stank face. Yeah. Like, and then at the end of the, the end of the show, they're like, like the, the three women who were there as like the panelists for the kickoff episode were like, yeah, we just saw them and like, we don't actually know if it's going to work out. They're on the same page. Oh um, so, you know, and then. So the writing was on the wall. The writing was on the wall. Um, and then, oh, but then, oh, so. And then. And I have this, so, and then, like, Owen and Katina were there. And, like, Katina seemed to have, like, life back in her eyes. Thank like, God. they, they have. Like, all the cute pics, all the cute, like, vacation pics. Like, I did actually think it was, like, very interesting that, like, Katina got him to travel. Because I never got the impression that, like, he wanted to travel, like, during the season. Yeah. Um, And, like, she's, like, and we're pushing on babies. So, like, hopefully, like, you know, they really Wait, are. what? Yeah, they, like, pushed off having, like, babies, like, even okay, further well, down the good. road. Yeah. So, it, it seems like it may actually <laughs> working okay. out. Let me be positive. Um, so, and then the last, and then, so, Johnny and Mirla were, like, the last of the pairs to come out, and Kevin Frazier's like, are you dating? Are you dating? And they're like, no. And everyone's, like, looking at them, like, sideways. Um, <laughs> so, but they, they just came to, like, stir the pot. Like, there was no other reason for them to, like, to come in. Um, but they're going to end up on... Mavs needs to be careful. They're so close to ending up on Bravo. Yeah, Not I mean, funny. like, Johnny <laughs> is literally so close to ending up on Bravo because, like, literally... Okay, so he drops some, like, you know, are they are they truth bombs? Like, who knows, right? But it's, like, enough gossip to, like, really... He just 
he's a shitster. Like, there's no other way. Because he basically said, like, he never thought that Bao and Zach were a real couple. Um, That that Zach was, like, sleeping around, like, you know, when he was with Michaela, with Bao, with, like, Happy Houston, blah, blah, blah. And then he came out and said... I think Bao was most interested in Ryan, but struck out with him and, like, ended up with oh Bao. God, why does everyone like Ryan? So, <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. I mean, literally, he he belongs on Bravo. Um, and then Mirla did give some insight before all of this into why her relationship with Gil unraveled. Which is? Which is that he couldn't afford to even like split the rent with her into the with the on the apartment that they were moving into together okay and and kevin frazier said but he made a good living like and she was like yes but he's not good with his money oh god okay so which i i mean spender I don't know if he's the big spender. I think a lot of his money was going back to his family in oh, Colombia, yeah. right? So, well, I mean, that's a little intense to say someone's not good with their money because they're helping their family, right? Well, that's <laughs> right. Like you and I, like think like, that that that's my my first thought too. But <laughs> I think what you know, but we we talked about this like back, you know, when we were talking about you know, in our first couple of episodes, we were talking about the Houston season, like. She came from poverty, right? So it's like her, you yeah, know, her her fears. Um, but everyone's moving on their fears, which is a little sad. But yeah. Well, um, yeah. Well, I yes, you you are right. Um, but also it's like a way. It, it's it's the way to like protect yourself, right? And to like create like enough well not if you let that be the motivating factor that you ignore everything else i mean if you yeah i mean if she's she can okay let's be let's be frank yeah she has twelve hundred dollars shoes yeah so like he said like if he's a good man and he's someone you can love and that's someone who treats you well and you have a connection with pretend all of that was there yeah and the reason why you didn't want to be with him was just because he sends money to his family if that can be your deal breaker but like let's be honest like you can have one or two less chanel bags but if chanel is more important to you than like a genuine person you have a connection with that's actually fine but let's call it what it is right i don't know if it's being like i'm from poverty like but you're from poverty and now you have like luxury that millionaires have so I'm not right. And the other thing is that, like, <laughs> it it well, I, I it's think hard it's, for it's me like... to be sympathetic for Noi because Noi is the same thing. Noi and yeah. you know, I came from poverty, so like it really bothers me. Like, but you're still um, you're still living with a poverty mindset because or... you're still being you're still thinking you don't have and you won't keep, even right. though you very much have it. And then when the other person has like a little bit of a money issue, that's when you're triggered. Well, but like do you want to move on your triggers your whole life well and, i guess and it's well then i mean they weren't thinking about it like as a partnership yeah um and it's it, like 
and like I know that your feeling is like no I wanted a cool boyfriend and not like a husband (laughs) um so yeah but again it's like people who are looking for an out are gonna find it that that might be what it comes down to I just want to like like there's nothing wrong with wanting a wealthy man there's nothing wrong with wanting Chanel I want Chanel I want very nice things too I want a partner that is financially stable but let's let's be honest with that like don't be like he's if she actually said this he's bad with money be like he's sending money to his family in Columbia and I want all the money to stay in our house right blank period, and then, well the other thing and like the, the money I want all the money more money that's what right. I want and <laughs> I would say that the noise situation is even like more head scratching because like Steve was still contributing more than she was right even though he wasn't like working nine to five Right. And it's just so narrow. It's just so it's narrow. So narrow. Like, yeah. You your understanding of life because you came from an impoverished background that the only people with money were. But like yeah. really this I don't know if this is Steve or not. It doesn't seem like it is. But like really wealthy people have trust funds and they don't work. Actually I have a lot of first person um examples. My mom's best friend, one of her best friends, her daughter married this new this Manhattan guy who is like old, old Manhattan money. And they have a baby and like neither of them work and like their parents bought them a house and they're just like staying home with their baby. And like he does, like he like works on his cooking and she's like an artist. She makes furniture and they just hang out. They don't work. He has a trust fund. His parents bought his house. Like what if, like would Noi accept that? Like I don't even feel like Noi would accept that. She'd be like, but you don't have a job. She's yeah. like, but I'm wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> But the dividends are, are, are coming in, sweetie. I don't know. This money thing on, on Married at First Sight, I feel like it's become more of an issue in these newer seasons as well. I feel like in the older seasons, they were just like, yeah, we'll just be broke and we'll figure it out. And now it's kind of like, oh no, you know? Yeah. I just don't remember so much conversation about this back in the day. I don't, I don't know. Um, I clearly feel passionately about this topic. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I just want to, like, also um, point out, like, one more thing about, like, going into the, the San Diego season is that – so Viviana isn't a part of the season, and only Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper um, did the matchmaking this season. Fascinating. So, like, I don't know if we should be, like – more worried than usual that it's gonna be over five because it was just the two of them um why do we know why Viviana left I I read the article but I don't remember interesting so it wasn't anything scandalous I think it was just like new projects or something and I know that they're bringing in some like guests um like another black guy right yes and maybe two new black guys i mean i I, it might be it might be two yeah is this their way of dealing with our diversity issue because this is not what we meant um i don't i don't know um but um yeah but only the two of them did the matchmaking and i was like oh i think we're really gonna go over five this season Oh, seriously. Yeah, and, like, they even caught themselves, like, oh, yin-yang is good, but, like, not too much yin-yang. And I was, like, they are paying attention to, like, what's out there on the show. Like, I don't know. So there was some self-editing, but I don't know. 
these these pairings are just getting more and more like questionable. Yeah, um, they sure as, are. As the season as the seasons go on, um, and here we are still talking about it. But it's it, I don't know. I still find it fascinating. Yeah, it's um, still it's still good. It's still good. And I I think my only thought on your you know what you were saying about money and not yeah. being you know not remember from earlier seasons. Um may just also just come down to casting too right like yeah um like noi and and Mirla, like have a lot of trauma in their bones um yes and, they do. Um, and i i respect that yeah and like you can't you know, like you know everyone has their stuff right you can't cut out all of it but still like i mean the Mirla and gill how that turned out to me is like still shocking because I thought that that would work. Like, yeah. like um, but Stephen Noy, they were like doomed from the beginning because she, you know, um, she needed someone to have a job and civility, and like Steve did not bring that to her, and. Again, I think there's some close-mindedness there with her not, like, being open to what he was doing. And, you know, even though he had it already, like, literally in his pocket. Um, yeah. But that was just really, like, doomed from the beginning. And the only reason that I think that he held on like, was because I feel like his grandparents were um, set up by a matchmaker. Oh, right. I think he really, I think it was grandparents. Like, in his family, like, there was a history of it. So, like, he truly believed in the process. And I don't think that, you know, because I don't think someone else may have held on that long with with Noi. I think that's true. And I think that, um, like, we keep saying over and over, stop making these people deal with their trauma and marry a stranger. Right, and right. I think that's the central problem. Yeah. It has to be one or the other. You can, you can, and it's a, that could be another lifetime show, dealing with your trauma. Right, <laughs> or, it's, or it's just like, um, like, let's not make this harder for people than it already is, right? Yeah, like, that's really what it comes right? down like, to. Right, like, yeah, you're marrying a stranger on a like in front of cameras for the world to see like it it is just already a pressure cooker situation absolutely like let's be um absolutely just not complicated right <laughs> any more than it needs to be and that uh, is what it comes I, because they do trigger the people like oh i was my mom abandoned me um i'm gonna mash this person with a guy who leaves after every argument like what why right oh yeah that actually happened right like yeah (laughs) because i remember being so irate about that yeah yeah i mean like i am sensitive to these they're everyone's trauma but at the same but like i guess it's like asking too much it's like exactly what the show is doing it's like but you need to like work on that because you might lose what you're saying you really want which is like a spouse um a really good, a really good spouse. I mean, anyone can get a spouse. Like a good, a good partner, a good spouse. Right, and then, so. or but then the other piece of that, it's like, oh wait, maybe like, I don't really want that. Yeah. Um, or which is the other part of the journey, right? Or <laughs> like, 
and and it doesn't always go that way too, right? Like, what's that? Like Courtney and Jason from the first season. Oh yeah, right. Like, I mean, they were together for a long time after the show. They had a beautiful like relationship. Five years, and then they both like quickly went on to like marry other people. They had a beautiful relationship, a beautiful divorce. Yeah, that just kind of like so it ran good. its course, and and they yeah. both ended up with new partners and getting married like fairly quickly, just because like I don't know. They knew what they knew. What, they, yeah, right. They knew what I was think, up. They knew how to yeah. do marriage. Yeah. yeah, so it it could it definitely does like go both ways. Um, I mean, maybe it is about the casting because I remember they had no money. They were also like twenty four or something. Yeah, and like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember money was an issue for them and they were just kind of like okay well because oh, they were just they were so cute and a very attractive couple too he was yeah, a firefighter yeah. and she was a makeup artist yeah and like but, and I I did see like the beginning of that that season like I went back and, and watched it but like oh nice Um, and you know she lived with like it was like peak Manhattan right like yeah, multiple roommates and small, yes. you know, like yes, like she just wasn't going to be. I don't like the way that she lived and like he lived with his mom. I don't know. There's just so yeah. many ways that they would just like Could seemed not work out, right? seemed yeah. like really well matched from like before they even met. That yeah. you know, oh, okay, um, yeah, they had the same energy, like the yeah, same vibe. yeah. Um. Well, and the other thing is, is that um. What like the first six seasons, they had three couples, and then it was four, and then they went right, and then like ten seasons, ten participants, right, and so like you know they're hell bent on having, um, you know ten participants, five couples, like they're they're not, they're it's it's quantity over quality. Yeah, and they're not invested because this best friends thing, let's all live in the frat house together. It's just right. not the way, <laughs> in my opinion. I guess I'm calling me old school math when they when they didn't live in a frat house. Also, I think that <laughs> I think that social media um and influencer culture is like different now than it was um, you know, when the first when the show first came out. Yeah. Um Absolutely. and I, you know, it's like uh, these participants like know that they're going to um, be able to have a presence, you know, on social media after Instagram, like you know, and and they know that like people are going to be reaching out to them like through their DMs, right? So it is just like um, it's uh, and because I, oh, I just I was when I was watching the um, the kickoff, it was like. In, in the Boston kickoff, they said, oh, Lajuan, she's doing this, you know, for, for the DMs, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like make yourself, like, look good. You know, I don't know. It's all about, like, being the product in, yeah. in like, the most, like, oversimplified, like, um, you know, that's, like, the most cynical thing I could say. But, like, it's... We could do a whole episode yeah. of the social media impact on reality shows. Like, on Housewives, yeah. they're older. So, like... <laughs> They always talk about, like, I saw this on the blogs. And they're like, you're right. sending your people to write this on the blogs. And right. maybe they talk about Twitter, which is yeah. really interesting. But it's a whole other dynamic. And it's, like, hard as a viewer because, like, 
you kind of feel like you weren't invited to a party because they talk about all this like social media drama. You're like, wait, what? I never saw any of this. Yeah. Or because if you don't, I think it's like really hard to actually get the pace and the timing and you kind of have to like go back and like read receipts and it's just like it's, well because it's, it's like you basically have to like make it your job right exactly that. that's what I'm trying to say exactly right but like most of you know other you know, people have jobs and like can't you know aren't making money off of this so like you're not going to be like you know because yeah, it actually is a job like there are people yeah who are just like- <laughs> right and some people like really do make money off of you know their you know twitter and and youtube and you know like it's great um but yeah you really have to like yeah make it your full-time job to to really figure out what's going on yeah absolutely and i mean we don't need i mean and we could do an episode on social media's impact on reality tv and then we'd have to do another episode just on its impact on the bachelor nation shows so all right so can we just kind of like end on on this because okay so the new season of the bachelorette is finally coming out tomorrow the bachelorettes i have so I'm many so mixed- excited what i have mixed feelings about it you know what happened someone on twitter was like i think having two women as a bachelorette is sexist and i was like oh shit is it <laughs> now i'm just kind of like i don't know about this <laughs> well i and I, what I want to see, because remember, they did the two bachelorettes with, like, Caitlin and Bree, right? That was her name. Mm-hmm. And then the guys got to choose, like, which woman they liked more. So it's, like, women are always getting pitted against one another, and the men always have the upper hand. Yeah. So I'm really interested. And I think, like, that's what I'm most interested in talking about is, like, you know, if, if we do episodes about it, like, commentary on the process of having two women back, I mean, you know, for the whole time. When it was Claire, then Tasha, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I really like you. Oh, I really like you. Right? Yeah, no, that's a good... But what I do find, like, fascinating about it, it's just, like, you know, this is, you know, it's like one person's trash and another person's treasure, right? Like, they didn't bring in new. Oh, they did bring in new guys for Tasha, right? But like, okay, so Claire left with Dale, and then Zach had, you know, was still there. Like by like sheer dumb luck, he hadn't been sent home yet. Yeah, and you know they they made a, a go for it. You know they're not together now, but like, um, you know it's just like what you know everyone has like you know you know they're. Everyone's looking for, you know, what they're looking for. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just your dumb luck that they, they got to meet. Yeah. Know, that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, that's true. But, but I'm a little anxious about doing Bachelor content because Bachelor Nation is just so – it's like its own industrial complex. It really is. It's a, it's a big beast out there for sure. It's what? It's the big beast out there for sure. Yeah, because like, you know, there are all these YouTube channels that I have found. And then like, I remember telling you like about that psychologist who like was on one of these like YouTube channels. Like, yeah, you know, it's just like, wow, like this is involved. And I don't have the history. I came in late into the game. I've missed seasons, you know. Um, and and it's, it's not even just like, oh, like there are too many boys. It's just like. Bachelor Nation can be 
difficult, right? Like, but we could talk about just that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And it's just like, oh, do we even want to go there? I mean, it's an institution. The fact that it's still running, like, there's just a lot to say about that. Um, I've seen reality shows come and go, you know. Right. But I have seen. I, I have seen it like flown, you know, like it's floated out there that Bachelor Nation is what's going to get Bachelor canceled because they're just so rabid. Oh, yeah. We could talk about all the social media bullying of the people on yeah. various, but yeah, there's a lot to say. I mean, yeah, we could just talk about Bachelor Nation and then, you know, they, <laughs> and then they, they will That's listen to cool. us. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll listen. That'll be good. Or not listen or we'll get canceled. <laughs> Uh, no, no press is bad press. Right. Oh, wait. All press is good press. All press. press. No such thing as bad press. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of make it up every There's week no as we go along. Like show yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, on that fun. note. Yeah. Well, on that note, everyone, like, uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Twitter. Um. You know, we may foray into uh, Instagram. I'm but... going to think about that one really hard. I think I could manage. I have to think about what we'd post. Some pictures of what? Yeah. <laughs> or just our podcast, right? I don't know. I don't know if we're there I'll figure yet. it out. Yeah. I'm on it. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, well, um, happy watching, Colleen. Happy watching. Yeah. Watch TV. Watch TV. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reality Edit. We'd like to thank our listeners from near and far. You can now find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Until next time, keep watching TV.